to Body and Soul, the Torah Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm Rabbi Alexander Seinfeld. Thank you for all the kind feedback on last week's episode on eating your vegetables. So many essential vitamins and minerals we can get from eating vegetables every day. Maybe we should add a little more dad humor, as I'm sure it was well received last week at your dinner table. Speaking of tables, what kind of table is good for your health? A veg table. Ah, groaner. Okay, sorry about that. Until now, this podcast has been presenting sage wisdom on health and fitness without going into specifics. Today, we're going to be a little more specific, and therefore, it's time for a disclaimer. This information is presented for information and education only. This is not medical advice of any sort. For your own personal practice, please consult your own healthcare provider. Now, with that out of the way, let me get on record. I know there's a lot of talk about vaccines. I'm sure that some of the people listening to this podcast are pro-vaccines. I'm sure some are anti-vaccines. I want to get on the record that you should not vaccinate your children. Get a healthcare professional to do it. Yes, that was meant to be humor. Trying to lighten things up a little bit. You don't have to be so serious all the time. Good health is no laughing matter. Right? They say laughter is the best medicine. We're not talking about medicine today. We're talking about promoting good health. So you shouldn't need medicine. I'd like to take last week's discussion of vegetables to reality. I mean, the reality is even though everybody knows they should be eating vegetables every day, we're not always doing it. And we're not getting all the essential vitamins and minerals we ought to be getting through vegetables. In that case, maybe it's wise to supplement. What kinds of supplements should you be taking? Well, we all need vitamin B12. We all need calcium. We all need vitamin C. We all need zinc. All these can be gotten through a regular serving of vegetables, raw vegetables preferably, a nice salad. Have one a day. You're probably getting most of those vitamins, if not all of them, in your diet. If you're not eating those vegetables every day, so supplement, for crying out loud. Take 500 milligrams of C a day. Take some zinc. Take some calcium. I personally would rather get my vitamins and minerals through my diet not have to pop pills all the time. And if you're eating a healthy diet, you probably don't need to take supplements that much. With one major exception. And that exception is vitamin D. As in, do it. D is known as the sunshine vitamin. Our body manufactures. It's not truly a vitamin. It's actually a hormone. We call it vitamin. Our body manufactures it when we're exposed to UV radiation i.e. sunlight, which means if you've got lots of sunshine and you're sitting out there sunbathing, but you're wearing sunscreen, you're not getting vitamin D. If you are getting lots of sunshine, but it's in the winter time or any time between about August through April in the Northern Hemisphere, the sun is low enough in the sky that you're not getting enough vitamin D, even without sunscreen. And just about every doctor I know recommends that their patients supplement vitamin D for this reason. Vitamin D is needed for many bodily functions, many. 
And the thing is, the recommended daily allowance of 400 IU is based on 19th century studies of what is needed to avoid getting the rickets. But for other functions, that's not nearly enough. And that includes, for example, processing calcium for your bones. It could be that someone could be taking calcium supplements or high calcium foods for decades and yet still experience osteoporosis in their old age. Why? Because they didn't have enough vitamin D all those years. We also know that vitamin D is essential for the immune system, including and especially the production of T cells, which are immune cells, innate immune cells that you have before you even get an antibody. When, you, when you're exposed to a virus or bacteria, your first line of defense are the T cells, which are produced in the thymus gland inside your chest. It has been shown that your thymus gland cannot produce T cells adequately if you're deficient in vitamin D. This fact is very possibly the explanation of numerous unexplained phenomena in public health. For example, the flu and the common cold. Why are they seasonal? Why do they only seem to come in the winter and very little of them appear in the summer? Is it because people are indoors more? I'm sure that contributes to it. But one theory, which is very plausible, is the severe drop in vitamin D levels in the winter. People in, the, in northern states like um, Montana, North Dakota, they get tremendous amount of insulation in late May through July. And if they're outdoors not wearing sunscreen, they're going to get tremendous vitamin D. And I imagine that those vitamin D levels will be sustained for a couple months. And probably around October, they're going to be dropping off. And that's probably when you'll start to see a rise in colds and flus and in COVID-19. People who are vitamin D deficient are eight or nine times more likely to be hospitalized for COVID-19. Older people have lower natural vitamin D levels and they seem to be more at risk for COVID-19. They have been since day one. Dark-skinned people whose skin produces less vitamin D in a given latitude seem to be more at risk. wonder why that is, except for dark-skinned people living near the equator. The catastrophe of this pandemic that was supposed to hit Africa, that's what all the public health experts, the epidemiologists are predicting in the spring of 2020, that when this virus hits sub-Saharan Africa, it's going to be one of the greatest catastrophes of all time, never happened, despite having third world healthcare systems in overcrowded cities. Again, this is just a theory, but the doctors do recommend this. And if you're not supplementing very minimum a thousand units a day, I've heard doctors recommend three, four, five thousand a day, especially in the winter. If you're not doing that, you're probably not doing your due diligence. And the thing is, the vitamin D supplements are so cheap, there's almost no reason not to do it. Again, this is not medical advice. It's just information. Consult with your own doctor what you should be doing. Personally, it never occurred to me to supplement D until five years ago or so when my personal physician admonished me that I was low. That's your supplement. And I started to. Like anybody else, I would get one or two colds every year. I know this is anecdotal, but since I started supplementing, brought my levels up to where they should be, I think I've gotten one cold and no flu in the last five or six years. I also know of four or five couples where either he got COVID-19 and she didn't or vice versa. And in each of those cases... The one who got COVID-19 was the one who was not supplementing vitamin D daily. Again, this is anecdotal. It doesn't prove anything. 
But there are many studies backing this up. People always ask me, what about getting vitamin D from food? Some foods give you vitamin D, but really not enough. It's basically impossible to get adequate vitamin D from food alone. Now, if you already are supplementing D, but someone you love is not, then please share this episode with them. Forward them the link. If you'd like the background information, the scientific studies about vitamin D, I'd be happy to forward to you dozens that I've collected over the past couple of years, especially as it pertains to COVID-19. There is a doctor in Tel Aviv, Dr. Michael Cohen, who has several recent interviews on YouTube. Look him up. He talks about this issue and what he recommends for his patients and the outcomes he's seen. And perhaps this health benefit of vitamin D is what is being alluded to in the rabbinic tradition recorded in the name of the 3rd century sage Abaya, based on a verse in the Torah that the sun has healing power. Food for thought. If you'd like to share in the mitzvah of helping this podcast and the forthcoming book be published, or if you'd like to be on our mailing list, please visit TorahHealth.org. And in the meantime, be gesund. Music